This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Here's going to happen. I am going to have to fix you, manage you to on a more personal scale. A, a more micro form of management. What is that called? Microgement. Boom. Yes. It's Mike Shope. What is your name, sir? I am Bill Butlicker. And the Bulldog. Really? That's your real name? How dare you? My family built this country, by the way. It's Mike Shope. The three words I would describe you as is aggressive, yes. hostile, and definitely difficult. And the Bulldog. Well, I like the sound of your voice. Not WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, close enough, close enough. Sorry, did I screw things up by yelling what? I didn't hear you yell what. Oh. We're just going for the pop the power rankings to, to stun you back into work, uh, you, work there, mode. No, I, I hate to disappoint you. I, I love the effort. Um, yesterday, waiting in an airport uh, for our first flight of the day, I caught a nap. And I woke up, and I'm not kidding, the first thing I thought of was, reverse AFC all right rankings. like being back at work yes and starting yeah. it just is this why you're working today yeah <laughs> not tomorrow did yes. you change your schedule or something no i did not i but i knew i was you know i was, I was sitting in the san jose costa rica airport yesterday morning caught a nap and woke up and thought reverse afc power rings i think this is a sign i'm ready to go back to work I think it is. Because I did not spend any time between the 25th of February and the 5th of March thinking about the reverse AFC power rankings. But yesterday, bang, there it was. Well, I love the idea. I always do. It's Tuesday. It's perfectly appropriate. There's been player movement. There is news. Like, just now, the Ravens did tag Lamar Jackson, but they gave him the non-exclusive one. 
Are you up on this? Yes. The non-exclusive means that other teams can negotiate with him. They have the right to match. If they choose not to match, the team that's made the deal then costs up two first-round picks. Right. That's super interesting. Yeah. It's way more interesting than the other one. Yes. I agree because this would seem to – well, there's a lot of things that could happen here, but – the, the maybe the least desirable one for them is that some team constructs a deal that they don't want to match, and all they get for Lamar Jackson is two first-round picks, which seems like nickels on the dime to me. Right. Well, maybe they're prepared to match any offer, but then why didn't they make mm-hmm. a better offer? I don't know. My, Do you have a favorite theory here? My, This is not original. I read it. From uh, Matthew Barry, but it mine is Washington because of how like this is happening right now too. Daniel Snyder is in the midst of selling the team, and he he the way Matthew Barry laid it out, which I thought was really cool. Like he might want to stick it to like the league, and if everybody hates this Deshaun Watson contract so much. <laughs> Like, they're right across the street. Maybe yeah. Washington just gives Lamar Jackson the Deshaun Watson contract with, like, an extra dollar on it or something. Right. Just something Screw, like that. Screws up his fellow owners who are trying to push him out because right. he's a dirtbag, but whatever. He probably realizes a lot of them are dirtbags. They just haven't gotten caught yet. Uh, maybe dirtbag's a sloppy word for this, but I think you get the point. So, he, he uh, yeah, he I, I would not at all be surprised if he'd like to do like you know leave a flaming bag of turd on the doorstep of every other owner in the nfl in the form of a second fully guaranteed contract like cleveland gave watson so this is on right now like if it's the exclusive franchise tag the usual one the number is 45 million there's no offer sheet it's just a waiting game and the next thing is whether lamar jackson reports for anything unless he's traded but this way, like Baltimore protects his rights, and we just see if he shows up or if they make a deal or if he's traded, like whatever. But, you know, I don't know how, who, when the next move happens. I think this way, the next move happens soon because they're right now, it, Lamar Jackson is available through this. Mm-hmm. You just have to make the deal, and won't there be maybe a rush to do that? Yeah, wouldn't. Would... This is the maybe the biggest, and I recognize to our audience that is, you know, is the music still playing? I can't tell because uh, this clearly is not yet reverse AFC power rankings. No, we'll so start it, it again. I don't we, hear any we'll, music. We'll get there. Um, you, you, you often, I think, can run into trouble when you you wait for someone else to decide what to pay your players, right? And so <laughs> you, you've got, you know, now I don't know can, how many offers can he get, right? I mean. No, he's, he'll sign one contract. Right. Think and of Vanek. Then, Vanek. Right, and then the Ravens can decide. But here's here's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm getting sidetracked in, like, logisticals about it and, and, you know, whatever. We'll try to, you know, not mess any of that up. But the bigger point here is, to me, that the, the, the Ravens have left themselves in a position here where Jackson is now going to be able to find out exactly how green the grass could be somewhere else. Like, how much do the New York Jets want me? Or how much do the Atlanta Falcons want me? Or how much do the Washington Commanders want me? And sure, maybe the Ravens will just end up agreeing to pay him whatever 
Arthur Blank or Daniel Snyder for the time being wants to pay him. Um, but it's just like it's a weird, like you just said a minute ago, if you're willing to go to that wall, why don't you just go to that wall? You know, just go go do what you got to do and avoid all this because I don't know. I mean, I know it's business and it's pro sports, but if I'm Lamar Jackson, I, I'm not feeling all that loved if I go if I'm if I'm staying in Baltimore because the you know the the owner of the Falcons wanted to pay me 250 million dollars guaranteed, and the Ravens went, oh, well, I, I guess we'll do that then. I know. Well, it's either that or lose him for two firsts, probably. Well, you know, we do have – it's a long time ago now, but the Vanek experience, mm-hmm. that went away. I, I don't know about for him. Like, that's what you're asking is how he would feel. Did he – did Thomas Vanek – like, not really, right? He never felt – he never said anything or came off as, like, disenfranchised by the Sabres or anything. Right. Like, just – it was a business decision. And maybe that's how Jackson is. There's all kinds of maybe. speculation about how it's ugly and fractured yeah, between th- them, though. That's what I was just going to say. The they're, Vanek they're thing really... was a, out of nowhere. Right. There was not, like, animus built up over months or an entire preceding season. It just sort of like, you know, free agency came. The Edmonton Oilers put an offer in front of him. He went, well, that's awesome. I'll go ahead and do that. And then the Sabres matched it. So, like, I don't know, behind the scenes – how difficult, arduous those negotiations had been prior to Edmonton showing up, but I, I doubt it compares to what has happened publicly that we know about between Jackson and the Ravens. Well, he is dancing right now, wherever he is, yeah. right? What What do you do? Like, you have a week, or you, you, you call everybody. Well, he doesn't have an agent, actually. I'm imagining sort of a normal situation <laughs> where the agent, like, right. runs the show and recruits you know it's almost like a movie or something but he doesn't have that yeah that's that's another really interesting piece of this because I, i feel like if we were ever to get a book written about any of these sorts of deals the role the agent plays, <laughs> I, I feel like you'd be reading a passage that goes like, none of this would have ever come together without the work of, you know, whoever, you know, Lee Steinberg behind the scenes, like wheeling and dealing and getting counter offers and, and whatever, like pushing the team that ultimately signed the player to jack the price up. And that's right. Jackson has foregone all that his entire career so far. Also, so yesterday I talked to Brad Spielberger from PFF. And we talked about this at length. And he said that Miami, so like Miami can't do this because they don't have their pick. And this is like the Sabres and Jeremy, you know, going on and on about offer sheets over the years, like how you have to have your third round pick. If you're going to commit to two first round picks, you have to have your own two first round picks the next two years in order to do this. I'm not sure that he knew that, but the thinking was like the Dolphins without their own, having forfeited it, would not be eligible. Okay. I like, see. And this is how it is in hockey. If it's not exactly the same, it's somewhat the same, where you can't do the offer sheet, not that anybody ever does one, but you can't do the offer sheet if you don't have the picks to support it. I asked him, like, what are all the rules on this? Like, could I have somebody else's first-round pick? Like, if Seattle wanted to do it, they have Denver's pick, you know, something like that. They, they might have their own, too, but just a team that has one, but it's not their original are they are they eligible to to play this game? And like if it were your first two, I don't know. Well, I guess this is the Miami point. If you don't have one this year, then you you can't. It has to be one this year. I see. He said, Ben. He said something else too uh, about this. If anybody wants to hear it, 
It was at five yesterday. We covered a lot of different guys, and it was some really good details. Well, so he doesn't have an agent. He would what would you normally do? Like you just sort of hold court for a period of time, and a lot. So there are so many teams in the market. Like here are the Jets going hard after Aaron Rodgers reportedly today. That like they they want to get get this done fast. The the Bears want to know what's going to happen here, because possibly two or three of the teams they're negotiating with for 101 mm-hmm. are like hold on a minute bears like we got to see if we're going to get this guy yeah, yeah like atlanta might be one of those teams like atlanta is supposed to be in on jackson so are, are they making an offer to chicago because they think they'd want to pull it right of course <laughs> at this point they would yeah they yeah it, it, anything they need to get to chicago to get up to the first pick in this year's draft would be part of a trade package to Baltimore for Lamar Jackson, probably. Wow. He, he really may be gone. <laughs> it's just incredible. I thought about today with this happening and this coming, I thought about like how I would react to that. And I think I'd just be numb. You know, like I'm, I'm, t- time goes by and it's always, I, well, can you, Paul and I did this yesterday. Can you believe McDavid was eight years ago? Like yeah. that. The, right. the lottery and the draft and everything. Can you believe he's played 550 games? Can you believe that? You know, oh, the time goes by. But the the story of that draft was, like, Jackson hit the home run, like, right out of – right into the league. MVP, first full season. You have Allen behind him. Mayfield looks okay. Darnold is struggling. Rosen's a washout. Like, you had this scale. And then Allen took off. And Jackson, you know, maybe stumbled a little bit. He's had injuries, but there's always like sort of this, I don't know, bad, uh, what do I want here? Juju? Is that what I want here? I don't know. Bad juju? It, 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 is there something? Is that the word? He, he does not get mentioned, even though he's won the MVP. When we, we we get to guys like Herbert before we get to him, I think a lot of the times when we're, when we're just sort of casually talking during a segment at 4.45 on a Wednesday, and we're like, yeah, it's not Allen or Mahomes. You know, like, like that, it's never Jackson. Well, it was. <laughs> right. It used to be more often Jackson. You know, uh, I would want to say that. Maybe I, maybe I yep. calm down on that. But right, 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 right. There's other guys, too. Burrow. He's, he's, Burrow. He's, his standing within that hierarchy, I think, has faded. Yeah, but that, that's that, – I suppose that's correct. Like – there still would be then this dividing line, like in terms of that draft. And I don't know who's really fixating on that draft anymore, but like, how does the story go? Allen, who was the third quarterback taken that year, is like elite. And Jackson is about elite, whatever you want to say. Like, it's those two. And then, like, Mayfield kind of fell apart. He's on his third team already. Darnold's what? I mean, is that, that's almost over. He's going to be on a third team, probably. <laughs> Yeah, and then Rosen is still Rosen. So now the line is Allen and Jackson and then the other three, and now Jackson's moving on too. Like, Allen will be this way, left standing, as the only guy, as much talent as that was. And even some – like, Mayfield was really good as a rookie. Even some success, Mm -hmm. he'll be the only one on his original team in in, in a week or whatever if this goes through. Like, (laughs) he'll be the only one on his original team. From that draft, it it, it, uh, seems likely to say. Well, 
we'll just have to do the rankings again. Yeah, when... I was say, yeah. Did, did, we, did we already annihilate the whole? Let's, no, let's go. Let's see how far we get. Yeah, we can. There it is. That's the pop I'm looking for. All right, three seven is the date. It's been three weeks exactly. Sixteen. I'm inclined to still go with uh, Houston. I think nothing at the combine changed your mind. I gotta tell you, uh, no, uh, no. <laughs> that's all I was. I'll just say no. I was gonna say something about how I didn't pay attention, but I I paid it. I was sitting in a lounge chair for eight days. I, I was on Twitter. I paid attention. You'd as rather much as I maybe even more than I would have been if I'd have been working. Because I'm working, I'm talking. I'm not looking at news. We're just doing this. <laughs> I'll go Tennessee. Last? Tennessee. Yeah, yes. Right. Wow. Yes. Leave it up to Zach. I can't do Tennessee at Houston. Okay. 15. Tennessee. I like it. Let's do it. We did it last time. They okay. were 15 last time. All right. 14. I don't even remember these from three weeks ago or whenever you said it was. 14. That's good. Yeah, I think so. Um, Let's see, who are some other AFC teams? 14, I will say Raiders. I can get behind the Raiders here. Raiders. 13. Patriots? Colts. Colts. Okay. 12. Patriots? Okay. 11. I feel like that was a gift for me coming back from vacation. Pittsburgh. Okay, like it. Ten. This is a breeze. Yeah. It's like we're a little bit closer to deadline, so we're acting like it. Yes, that's Even if correct. it's subconscious. Uh-huh. You know, you have a little bit more, you know it's there, a little bit more pressure <laughs> to get it done on time. <laughs> Ten. Cleveland. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, sure. Nine. Denver? Yes. Denver was the other team I was thinking of when Zach said, or when you said Cleveland or Zach said. Who who said Cleveland? Zach said Cleveland. Zach said Cleveland. Eight. Um, Miami. The Jets. I'm not convinced with them, even if they get Rodgers. I'm, I'm just, I'm not there. I f- he's too flaky. I feel like he's got like one and a half feet out the door, even if he goes there. I'm just, I'm not feeling the Jets at all. Miami, even, I guess, with the Brady rumors kind of squashed, I, I still like them better. <laughs> Brady rumors kind of, you, you miss it's, a lot when you miss some days, I'll tell you. It like, didn't even take days. It didn't even take days, like a few hours. It was one day. <laughs> it's the Seinfeld where they're filming the pilot. And the woman playing Elaine is all neurotic, and she thinks they're dating. And he's like, are, are we broken up? Oh, fine, we're broken up. Like, she just keeps changing it. I never know, like, the exact line, but I, I can I'm see the picture of the two of them sitting there. It's like He's <laughs> like, what? We're a thing? We're not a thing? Okay, whatever you say. I'm with Zach on the Jets. Jets at eight. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I'm, I don't trust Rodgers at this point. Uh, he was not real good last year. I know that the stacked team... I don't know, man. I, I I was saying for weeks if Derek Carr went there, I think they they'd be better off than if they got Rodgers. I yeah. guess we'll, maybe, maybe we'll see, um, but I'm I'm not convinced that that's going to work out real well. Derek Carr bet a push. 
We had four. What, what, what was the Derek Carr bet again? Four years. Oh. I think push is a fair result. Like, the contract may not last four years. It's a four-year deal yeah, on but paper. Yeah, always is. Yeah. But I, my point was, he'll get a lot of money. And he did. Yeah. And he yeah. did. He did not get, like, the lifetime in contract kind of thing where it's just like, oh, how can they get out of this? It wasn't one of those. But, you know, I think push is fair for what uh, we had in mind there. What was the bet again? Over under four years. Oh, okay. And you got four. Yeah. All right. Seven. Uh, I'll say Miami again. Yeah, okay. I, and I will Baltimore. agree now. I don't know. Yeah. Baltimore. I'll, I'll, ooh. Well, yeah, we might want to downgrade them. Let's do it. Baltimore seven. Yeah, okay. The lowest they've ever been. Six. Miami. All right. Five. Chargers. Chargers, not Jacksonville? Okay. I think Jacksonville is positioned beautifully. Like, they made huge strides last year, and they're all this, they're going to be the same. Like, and, and Lawrence a year older, ETN, all of it. Like, I think they're, I don't know about their cap number. Chargers are fine, too, and they made, I think, an upgrade at coordinator. Yeah. So they're fine, too. The Chargers are, to me, the Chargers, like, they're always given too much credit. And I don't know, like Jacksonville is in a good spot. I like it. Chargers five. I, I want to put Jacksonville next, I think. Okay. Three. Bengals. Bills. Bills. Okay, I couldn't remember what, what, what we did. Doesn't matter what we did. Doesn't <laughs> matter. Who's third? Bills are third. I guess I sort of wanted the Bills to pass the Bengals while I was away. <laughs> uh huh. Get away from the work. <laughs> Come back and they're back in second in the bar ring. Why not first? Well, I mean, is it decided? Yes, the Bengals. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Have to be ahead of the Bills. And do the Chiefs have to be ahead of the Bengals? Yes. Man, that game was so close. Yeah. Okay. But, but the Chiefs won. They won. A punt return and a penalty. Okay, that's it. That did not take six minutes. That was pretty fast. Sadly, almost. It was so fast. It, well, I you, showed up motivated. You really wanted these to drag out. <laughs> okay. Trista is next. And I have not uh, I've not connected with her today. I did see her um on my little trip before you oh, went you on did. yours. Yes. Good. But we, I wanted to see if she can talk NFL futures. Like this is what we want you sort of want to be all over it. Betting on like what you think will happen with the Jets or what you think will happen with Lamar Jackson, these things. See if um, I can't just sort of we'll, – we'll just ask her, and if she's completely unprepared to do that, we'll just not. Sal Capaccio at four. Eric Eager at five. The Sabres play tonight, as you probably know, at the Islanders. It's another 7.30 game. So, I know. So, 6.30 pregame uh, with Paul, as nope. was the yeah, case yesterday. The, the sound was not for the 7.30 starts, although I feel you there. Uh, that was that was more like th- this game weighs a lot. Do you know the Sabers have won their last three games against the Islanders? It feels like they've always they only ever lose to the Islanders, but they have actually won three in a row against them. I did not know it was three in a row. I, I remember the last time they played them was Ryan Miller night, and that was a win. Mm-hmm. Overtime um, was it or no? Yeah, I think I think they tied it late and won in overtime if I remember correctly. Time out here, and then we'll bring on Trista, Mike Shope, and the Bulldog WGR. <clears throat> It is, in fact, the non-exclusive tag for Lamar Jackson, $32 million, which I would say, on one hand, is interesting because it allows the Ravens to not pay over $40 million or so for Lamar Jackson. On the other hand, this is essentially putting it out there to other teams. If you want him for the right sure. price, then certainly you can have him. And I would say sure. the fact that someone else could sign Lamar Jackson to an offer sheet give them two first-round picks, and end up bringing Lamar Jackson onto their team, really ramps up the intensity here. Mm. Ian Rappaport, will Lamar Jackson be on the move even soon? Thanks. I'm not crazy, am I? Like, they could do better in a trade without this tag on them, couldn't they? If they traded him would they get more than two first round picks uh i think so what is the like, money yeah i mean I, I recognize it's a deadline and so they they had to do you know i mean i guess they could have done nothing and just let him become a free agent but that would have been insanity um or or they could have just well if they if they don't do that then they've got a gun to their head and what kind of power do they have to make a better trade than that i guess i just feel like they're limiting if, if they don't want to pay Whatever he comes back with, assuming he comes back to them with something, if they don't want to pay it, all they get is two first-round picks. That seems like a really bad deal for them. 
Yeah, and thanks to a listener who did remember what Brad Spielberger told us yesterday, which is, and this is something Brad is tweeting about right now, actually, on his account, that for the Dolphins to get involved, they would have to wait until the draft is over. There'd be no more 2023 draft picks to use to this end. So their offer sheet would mean that if not matched, they would owe 24 and 25 firsts to Baltimore. And like Brad was just tweeting that he thinks like there's a pretty good chance that'll happen. That if he wants to play for Miami, his hometown team, that he waits until after the draft to uh, to to make that happen. And the Dolphins might be one of these teams. They'll just be like, yeah, I don't care how much it costs, right? That owner. Yeah, yeah. He's wanted to get there with. Yeah. Hey, that's my pick in the quarterback draft. Miami, I think. Don't I have Miami and Jackson. Anyway, we'll work that out I, later. I don't remember. On the yeah, line. It, it, oh yeah. Oh, wow. That's right, Trista. Sorry, I shouldn't Trista. be. I'm sorry. I've been away. I'm just eager. Trista, he's been away. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, it was a fascinating discussion. I was enthralled. <laughs> I love enthralled. On the line is the host of BetMGM Tonight, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Trista Crick. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to check out the BetMGM Tonight podcast. For more of Trista's analysis, just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. It is a really interesting story, this one. Yeah. Also, is it just a fait accompli? Is it just a done deal that Tua is just not a quarterback in this league anymore? Because the Miami's been uh, connected to Tom Brady as of yesterday. Miami's connected to Lamar. As if Tua is just R.I.P. <laughs> It's not like he didn't lead the league in stuff, too. Like, his efficiency numbers were some of the best in the NFL this year. So, uh, yeah, good point. It wouldn't surprise me if they were done with him. They, they've been treating him that way before he had concussion problems. Yeah. Well, do they believe that he's so uh, has so many concussions in his history that they that he's maybe evaluating not playing anymore? What What is happening here? Because it's all... That hasn't really been discussed. That part is sort of ancillary, except for that's the most in, in, interesting component to me. You know, I, I think you're right. It, it has not been a main story here. And I think he's – everything I've heard is he's he was cleared once yeah. the, like the Pro Bowl was over. You know, maybe – never mind, I'm not going to joke about this. So, But you could pro- probably already tell what the joke was. Um, he was cleared after the Pro Bowl, didn't play in the Pro Bowl, and – like it's expected that he's back, and you know that's kind of how it sounds. But they have to make they have to make the long term decision on him with the fifth year option and everything like right. that. And so he hasn't been well durable for one thing. I think Bulldog makes the right point that uh, for once that the Dolphins treated him this way kind of before he got hurt. Right, but that wasn't Mike McDaniel, really. That was Brian Flores that didn't yeah. like Tua. I yeah. thought Mike McDaniel really liked Tua. And it was before he really – I mean, th- this year was a very, very odd year for him. He's got these injury and concussion issues now, but he also had a breakthrough year where without the concussion stuff, I don't know, we probably wouldn't be having any of this conversation because they'd be getting ready to pay him the, the Patrick Mahomes contract or something. Or would they? Or would they? Well, I think Lamar's a no-brainer, but it is something to think about like, why it is this way. And then if trade two of the Baltimore, if well, I'm not sure they would do that in all the in all the the same move. But what would Baltimore's move be then? Like 
if they they get out of this guy, maybe it's a rookie. I mean, it's oh, just God. it's just weird if it's somebody like Garoppolo. We're like, oh, great, you know. Just imagine <laughs> being a fan and going to opening day. It'd just be so depressing. I think that you're. Although, although that is one step closer to me living near Jimmy Garoppolo, which I would not hate. <laughs> <laughs> You should be able to make that happen, no? I mean, come on, Tristan, you're connected. You know, you just slide into the Jimmy Garoppolo DMs, you know? I'm sure there's about a gajillion uh, open DMs there, though. I don't know that I would necessarily <laughs> stick out with the, the Instagram models that are probably hitting him up in the the other uh, the other varieties that he's been linked to. <laughs> Remember that video of him and the 49ers at the basketball game? And the cheerleaders oh, are walking yeah. by, and McC- Christian McCaffrey is sitting there, and George Kittle is sitting there, and nobody cares who they are. Nobody. Yeah, no, nobody cares at nobody all. Nobody cares. Whatsoever. Right. Are you in tune with the NFL futures market at all? To what extent does it exist? I was listening to a podcast today where one guy was talking about having bet, it was Adam Levitan, established the run, having bet the Falcons already to win the Super Bowl. Apparently that's something you can do already? Yeah, so uh, Ryan just texted us today. We were in a group chat, and I believe Ryan took the Jets to win the AFC and the Jets to win the Super Bowl, and that was – let me see what his price was just because I didn't expect us to discuss that. It was – Oh, you had to say that. So plus <laughs> 1200 for the Jets to win the AFC and plus 2200 for the Jets to win it all. He's obviously – as a Packer fan, very enthralled with the Aaron Rodgers news potentially going to, to New York. He's already also requesting season tickets. But, yes, there are markets where you can already get uh, NFL futures. Ryan, your co-host down there. Yes, yeah. Ryan, my co-host. Bulldog, how many times? Like Trisha's been on for a long time with us now, but many, many times I will text her like during the day, hey, are you thinking about this? We want to ask you about this. Right. Today, not only do I not do that, I say to you on the air 10 minutes ago, I yeah, hope well, she's okay talking I about hope this. She want to talk <laughs> NFL futures, and I just, oh, we'll just see what happens. And then you actually say, oh, I didn't think we'd be talking about this today. So great. Great job by me on that, on that one. Okay. I like being surprised. <laughs> okay, good, good. Well, isn't that kind of what you want to do here, whether it's Ryan or somebody who wants to get in this game? I can't I mean I knew that there were Super Bowl odds. You're trying to make the play before the next thing happens, you know, like get Atlanta right. before maybe they get Jackson or get the Jets before they get Rodgers, these kinds of things. That's the that's the name of the game here. Uh, absolutely. Uh Atlanta, New York, Miami, all of those are viable futures markets to Carolina in terms of winning the division, uh and their win totals and you know I don't think you're going to take them to, to win the entire thing by any stretch of the imagination, no matter who goes there. But, yeah, I think that's exactly right. You, you're you anticipating a future news piece, and you're saying, how does the news that I deem more viable than the market, how do I play that now before the news actually breaks? For example, when the Kevin Durant trade, before that went down, and there were Slight whispers. It was very surprising, but there were slight whispers within the NBA circle, right, that there was a possibility that after Kyrie asked to be traded, that Kevin Durant could get moved and that Phoenix was always one of the top destinations. You could have gotten Phoenix to 
I think it was plus eighteen hundred to win it all and nine hundred plus nine hundred to come out of the West. And then it moved instantly to plus two hundred and plus four fifty. Instantly. So yeah, I think that's absolutely right. If you believe there's more validity to the news or to the chatter than Vegas does, then you need to capitalize on it right now. Right. One of the very nice things about doing these segments where there's three of us is that there's more time to like think and, and listen as the other people are talking. And just now, I was sitting here imagining Lamar Jackson on the field with the Dolphins, with Hill and Waddle, and like my head exploded in fear, terror, and also excitement. Because it would be incredible to watch, but oh my gosh, I do not want that in the Bills division. Like, that is chilling. Or Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. So imagine Aaron Rodgers can – he's – Oh, God. I, but... I'm not scared of Aaron Rodgers, Trista. I'm putting my name on it right now. I think he's done. He's going to go to the Jets, and it's going to be an embarrassment. That's where I'm at on Rodgers. I'm not scared. It's, be, it's interesting. Good. It's still not good for you, I would say. It still makes the division better yes. than it, Zach Wilson. Imagine a Dolphin – a dolphin jet game, which we've watched a hundred of, yeah, right, and have rarely been good since like Marino, and now we've got it's, if it's Jackson versus Rogers, like that's week week one, that'd be amazing, right? I don't have to be right about Rogers, and undeniably he may, it, it would be sure they're more of a challenge with him playing versus the sinkhole they had last year for sure. Trista Crick with us, conference tournaments, Trista, man, Georgia Tech, Florida State is playing right now. I just want to tell you. Both of you, 30 years ago, so 30 years ago, I'm a senior, oh my God, senior in college, and I had a couple of friends where we lived for this week. Like, it was skip classes, sorry, mom, and watch, just go to some place and watch every, all the, all the Big East, all the, all of it. Like, wouldn't be on the Tuesday very often, but, you know, by Wednesday, Thursday, everything's heating up. Man, I used to love Georgia Tech, Florida State. I would have had six takes for you on on this matchup back then. Now it's just like, okay, um, tell me who gets in. So I don't know. It's a little bit sad, but it's a cool week to be a basketball fan, to say the least. Yeah, no, it's it's super cool, and you know, you dig into these different momentum uh, elements for each team and each conference. You're you're digging into motivation. You're digging into injuries. So, I mean, I really like a couple of these teams that I think are flyers. In the Big East, for example, Xavier I really like. They're 5-1 to one to win the Big East. Uh, Zach Fremantle is one of their players who's been injured. He actually just got uh, surgery, so he's going to miss the rest of the season. Jerome Hunter and Colby Jones, a couple of key players there who have been really, really good ever since uh, Fremantle went down. But here's the deal guys Sean Miller what he does is win he wins pretty much everywhere he goes Xavier's really good defensively they're one of the best teams at shooting the three I think that they could I've already placed a bet on them to win the whole thing the entire NCAA tournament I think I'm going to cash out when they go to the elite eight as soon as I can get that that's what he does so I like Xavier plus 500 I like Providence a lot 15 to 1 uh all they have to do is beat UConn and UConn has had some really great moments, some really dominant moments, and they've also put up some stinkers. Uh, if Providence beats UConn, the path is very clear for them to win the Big East. They're a very pesky team, as they were last year, too. Um, so I, I really like them in, in the Big East. Um, but, yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of value to be had all over. No value in the Pac-12. 
unless you like Washington State, which my co-host Ryan likes. I don't know necessarily if I do, but they are 22 to 1. Oregon's not consistent enough. UCLA and Arizona, I don't think there's any value on uh, betting whatsoever. Um, yeah, so those are kind of the ones that I, I like the most. And then in the Mountain West, I really like New Mexico to win the conference at 10 to 1. Uh, they have two guards that just absolutely fill it out up. Jamal Mashburn's son plays on this Dog. team. They can, yeah, they can really, really <laughs> shoot. Uh, they've already beaten Boise and San Diego State, the two teams that are known to be very good in the Mountain West. Uh, so I, I like them too. I tend to win. Those are my those are my I, favorites. I've had it with these sons of guys I watched. <laughs> Thirty as an adult. years ago, I was a senior in college, coupled with Jamal Mashburn's son. Yeah, like that's this right is around that tragic episode of this show. Ever I know. Right y- yesterday, Trista, I'm checking in on our magic. Which, by the way, should I take the three cents in the cash out? But I'm checking in on our magic, and I'm looking at uh, Sabonis. <laughs> Who is on? He's the Purple Beam, right? Sabonis, Sacramento. Purple Beam, yeah, Le- Purple Beam, yes, sir. Leads the NBA in rebounding, and he w- it was drafted by Orlando. I'm like, oh yeah, I bet that's Sabonis' uh, Arvidas Sabonis' son, and of course it is. Uh, yeah, that guy's that guy's in the Hall of Fame, by the way, Sabonis. I love Arvidas Sabonis. You do. He's, if we would, if you we would. Blazers would have gotten him before he was completely washed and smoking three packs of cigarettes a day, he, we would have won a title. He was so elite for us. One of my favorite players uh, in Portland Trailblazer history, I, him and Damian Lillard and, and maybe Rasheed Wallace. I like that. Yeah, Sabonis in the Hall of Fame for his play in Europe. I mean, yeah. mostly. Not for his NBA career. Yep. He was old. All right. Old, exactly. Um, what else is on your mind? Anything? What else is on your mind? It's, it's you guys' show. Oh, you would, you, you guys know no NBA conversation to draw my way? I'm very surprised that you're not asking uh, anything about what, what's going on with the Grizzlies. But I guess I, there's I have, not really much to say except for we wait. I have no idea what's going on with the Grizzlies. This could be literally anything. Is there a scandal? Are they on a 17-game winning streak or losing streak? I have literally no idea. Well, John Morant, their marquee star, got caught oh, right. with a gun yes. in the club and is awaiting retribution uh, from the NBA. And it could be a very significant suspension headed his way, hmm. given the fact that he might have brought a gun onto the team plane and traveled from Memphis to Denver where it's not legal to carry an unregistered gun. So, yeah, I'd say that's pretty significant. I would, too. That is serious, and that that is... I don't know. He he's one of the guys that gets my attention in the league these days. Like I see highlights, yeah. you know, nightly on Twitter, whatever. And like I, I'm, I'm going to stop short of saying he he had become my favorite player in the league. But he certainly was a guy that I stop when I see his highlights. And like, so it's a huge story in the sport, obviously. Yeah, yeah it is. And on top of that, I think he is. You're right. The most electric player in all of sports. Period. I don't think there's anyone who gets as many highlights on a random Tuesday as him. So. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they figured this out and he's back uh, and rehabbed. He says he's going to go and take some time to get himself sorted. But they play the Lakers tonight, and I like Anthony Davis quite a lot in that spot. No Stephen Adams, no Brandon Clark. It's going to be it's going to be Anthony Davis against Xavier Tillman, who's significantly undersized. So I, I like AD to eat in every form and fashion. Twenty eight and a half points, thirteen and a half boards. I like those two the most. Trista, thank you. We threw you a couple curveballs. You barreled them, so good job. And uh, we will yeah, talk. I try. We will talk next week. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Trista Crick, BetMGM.
And there's one more thing I want to say, and that is that that was the host of BetMGM Tonight, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Okay, we'll get Sal Capaccio in in about 15 minutes, talk over the Lamar Jackson news. The non-exclusive franchise tag means he can shop himself around and get an offer sheet, get a contract from another team, and then the Ravens have the right to match it. But uh, very different from the usual franchise tag stuff where he's like, all right, you're ours, and we're going to pay you this much money, and you know maybe we'll sign a long-term thing, or maybe we won't, but you play for us. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. Thanks for listening. The Sabres at the Islanders tonight. Critical game in the playoff race. 6.30 pregame. Paul Hamilton joins us then on WGR. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Sal Capaccio after the update. B Caller 5 right now at 716-221-4WGR. That's 4947 to win a pair of tickets to see Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, a Live Nation show at Art Park Main Stage Theater, Saturday, August 5th. Tickets on sale now, Ticketmaster.com. It's all courtesy of Live Nation and WGR Sports Radio 550. Front row center. You'll be able to see me down there. I'll wear a flame. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. A flamboyant hat. Just to make sure everyone can see. You usually don't stand out. Uh, no, so you I, want to I, go I with may, the hat. I'm going to make an effort to stand out. Is what I'm going to do. The brag, but you, I'm so thrilled that that I, you know, you know this. I, I <laughs> this this started happening when we were before we were or after we were last together. Um, the first day I heard that spot run on our show, I, I was. I mean, I, I've I've seen him play in clubs in front of 50 people. I, I just I've been rooting for him like I root for the Bills. I'm just so thrilled to have those ads playing on our show. And we're giving away tickets. I just love it. Yeah, he's one of my all time favorites. Cool. All right, that's uh, tomorrow. We'll have tickets to give away again if you didn't win today, or even if you did. Next, Sal Lamar Jackson may be leaving Baltimore. There's been, of course, a lot of speculation about that. I think today we got a step closer to that possibility. Jackson and more will catch up on Sal's State of the Bills series on the website, WGR550.com, as well. Stay tuned. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.